My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Just a quick confession. I think this is the first time I've ever teared up just listening to the gospel being read. This is so incredibly beautiful. I asked you at the beginning of Mass to consider who you are in this story. I would bet pretty good money. I'm not a betting man, but I'm betting pretty good money. All of us have a spouse or a sibling or a child that has fallen away from the faith. So our temptation can be with this gospel passage to put ourselves in the position of the merciful father. My hands are wide open. I'm just waiting. I'm just praying for them to come back. Here's the truth. Unless you see yourself as the prodigal son or daughter, they might not come back. If you put yourself in the position of the merciful father, they're less likely to come back. Unless you receive the merciful love of the father, unless you recognize that you are the wayward son, either who has actually left or who has even stayed in the pews, but has held resentment in your heart towards those who have fallen away, unless you realize you are the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter, you will not be in a position to welcome these family members back, these friends back to the faith. I tear up as I think about the father just lavishing his love on the prodigal son, putting the robe and the ring back on his hand, saying, you are my beloved son. There's nothing you've done that will ever change that. You are mine, always. And when we have experienced that kind of love of the Father, when we have experienced the freedom and the joy of being clothed by him again in our nakedness, that joy, that love, that peace is contagious and it will draw people back. It will draw people back. But unless we are the first to repent and to come to our senses saying, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough to eat? Unless we repent in our own hearts first and receive the father's love, joy, and mercy first, we will be in no position to welcome them back. So here's a multiple step process towards drawing our loved one back. I want to release you from the responsibility of thinking you need to save them. That's not your job. That's Jesus's job. This is not your responsibility to have free will. And especially if you're a family member or if you're very close to them, you're too close to be able to give that word that they need to hear. So I want you to relinquish that responsibility and give it back to Jesus where it belongs. And I want you to repent and draw as close as you possibly can to Jesus Christ. Because the closer you draw to Jesus, the closer you draw everyone that's attached to you. I want you to receive that mercy and the love of the Father more and more, more each day, more each day, more each day, because that will draw every, everyone else with you. 
And in your relationship with this person, this is what I want you to do. As this retired bishop in St. Louis frequently says, I want you to love their socks off. I want you to love their socks off. I don't want you to withhold your love, saying only when they come back will I then extend my love. Because here's the truth, the prodigal son remembered his father's love, and that's what drew him back. He didn't remember his brother's resentment and say, I'm going to go back to that brother. He didn't go back to the sibling or the parent that kept pestering them and condemning them in any way, right? I want you to love their socks off. And you won't have to say anything about faith or going back to church. You are going to love them. And if you are drawing close to Jesus, they will experience Jesus through you. Does that sound like a plan? You will relinquish that responsibility. You will repent and draw closer to Jesus Christ, and you will love their socks off. Jesus, we thank you and we praise you so much. We are your prodigal sons and daughters. You love us so incomparably much. You love us so much that you are laying down your life on this altar for us. You are giving yourself holy to us, even though we have been far from you, even though you have every reason to say, no, not anymore. I will not love you anymore. You love us even more. You want us to receive a greater outpouring of love and mercy. I cast out from our midst any sense of false responsibility for others' salvation. I cast out from our midst any spirit of pride or lack of repentance. any spirit of withholding or coldness towards those who need to be drawn back to the Lord. And I infuse into our hearts right now and I speak a spirit of peace, of joy, of love, of levity, of repentance, of reconciliation. Jesus, help us to abide in your love through the hands of our mother now and always.